Welcome to Notes from Above, the program that explores the intersection of music and faith, and I am one of your co-hosts, Deacon Tom Lowy. I'm the other co-host, Sister Sarah Burdick, and that's a great song. It's a great, it's a great way to open this program. Uh, we are, um, uh, Actually, recording this during the um, the celebration of um, of a couple of feast days that are on the church calendar. One is the uh, the feast of All Saints, and the other is the feast of All Souls. And um, it just seemed appropriate for us while we're in the booth to do music that's dedicated to the saints. What do you I, think, sister? I couldn't agree more. All right, all right. Well, listen, we opened with. Uh, Obviously, one that uh, uh, many people know, at least they know the melody of it, whether they know all the words is a different issue. Uh, but uh, for all the saints, it was written by uh, the bishop, William Washam Howe, to which I say, and Howe. Um, oh. <laughs> that was a bad joke. But uh, uh, he wrote this uh, in 1864. Uh, he was born in 1823, died 1897. But we we heard the choir of York Minster and Liverpool Cathedral under the direction of Philip Moore. And it's from a, a recording that uh, we, we frequently play on Notes from Above called 100 Best Hymns on the EMI label, which is an incredible uh, collection, whoa, whoa, uh, anthology whoa. of hymns. No kidding. I think it, it looks like you get six CDs all in one. That's right, right. There's a hundred. <gasps> you you cannot, you, I mean, you probably could download it, but you'd be there all day downloading. It'd be better to go and buy the CD and play it. Did you get this at Salvation Army or a Goodwill? No, no, I didn't. But, you know, uh, oh. every once in a while you'll find things Just exactly checking. like that. Yeah, but to get a hundred hymns that everybody knows... It's really, really fine, and that's one of the reasons why we play it. You know, we should probably talk a little bit uh, about the lyrics. You know, we, we, I think all of us know the opening, you know, for all the saints uh, who from their labors rest, who thee by faith before the world confessed, thy name, O Jesus, be forever blessed. Alleluia, alleluia. We all kind of know those lyrics. But what, what I think is fascinating is, is that he breaks it out. Uh, he he talks about martyrs. He talks about the apostles. Uh, each verse, there's eleven verses in all. Um, uh, the evangelists, um, the uh, the oh blessed communion. In other words, he's not fellowship divine. Right, the fellowship divine. Uh, and we feebly struggle. They in glory shine. How am I doing? You're doing really good. I'm not even looking at it. Yeah. Oh, sister, you should just keep well, going. Well, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. give me a few more. Uh, okay, uh, mm. let's see. And when the strife is fear, fierce and warfare long? You might when not know that one, huh? Fierce warfare long. Um, oh, I just lost it. But yeah. I know, I know. Steals, <laughs> steals on their it. ear the distant and triumph, triumph song. song. So, uh, d- uh, do you... And hearts are strong. Are brave. Are brave and hearts are strong. And again, arms. And again, arms are strong. strong. Hallelujah. Yeah, we sing this. And, you know, I think we should dedicate this song. Oh, yeah, okay. To a beloved Why? priest. <clears throat> to Father Paul, who serves Mass here at Domino's Chapel regularly. I, I think this might be his favorite song. It might be, it might be the only song he knows in English. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. His he, English is, is he knows a few, quite huh? good, but yeah. you know, this, for all the saints, this goes out to Father Paul. Well, I love that. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah one, Father Paul. So, just tell, just, when you see Father Paul, just say 172, and he'll just light oh, he'll up. Oh, he'll just light up. Wow, okay. That, I'm gonna do that. I am, cause I see him fairly regularly. Just say, just say number 172 and just watch him light up. Alright. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I'd like to see him light up. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. 
No, he's a fine man. Fine <laughs> man. Great, a great, a great priest. He's got a great sense of humor. Yeah. But what I like about the song, and, and let's just be frank about it, it is, it is a song that, um, that talks about what these wonderful people, some of whom we live with, mm. I think. Okay. I think we live among the saints often. Yeah. I, I will run across people who I think are just like, unbelievably faithful people you know yeah. they're just they're just uh on fire they're an encouragement for us right they surely are they surely are and i and usually what happens when when i meet people like that i have a tendency to be quiet and listen because they have something to tell me is that is that miraculous or not it, essentially it is yeah <laughs> right it is it is it is a, a miracle for me to be quiet but uh uh yeah they're they we live among them but we also know through our history, so many of them. I don't even know how many saints who are, are some in of your, the canon. Who are some of your favorites, say, recent recent saints? So recent, those okay. who lived in our, our time period. Well, certainly. Uh, uh, Come on. Pope John Paul. Yes. Uh, the, the, um, the, the, the second, uh, I, I love him. I think he's wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, uh, a mother, uh, um, Teresa. Teresa I think she's, yep. Yeah. Those were two of my top draft draft picks right yeah, there. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and and uh, I will mention someone who is not uh, called a saint, but I believe is very, very saintly, who? all right, and that Mother Angelica, okay, the, the oh. founder of uh, yeah. EWTN. Yep. Yes, yeah, And I actually have a, I have a little story on this, okay? Yeah, so I, and I'll tell it. I'll be very fast in doing oh, so. Oh, take your time. Okay, I will. I was, I was, uh, um, I went to uh, the place in, in Alabama, I can't remember the name of it, where the EWTN uh, yes. pro- uh, studios mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't want to go because uh, my mom was real sick and I was uh. afraid that she was going to pass while I was gone. Uh. And she's the one who said, no, you should go, you should go, oh. you know. So I went, you know, because she gave me the, the, the getaway and... Uh, so I was sitting there, and there's a whole audience, the studio audience, and so on. And and mother comes in from the back, and and she's uh, she's shaking people's hands and all this sort. Of, and I'm on the on the, on the uh, aisle seat, and she puts her hand on me so that she can reach in and shake uh, the the people's hands that are inside that that aisle, hmm. okay, and or that row rather. And uh, I'll tell you. I, I, what happened? It was very interesting what happened. <clears throat> I mean, I felt as if something special was occurring. And I go, uh-huh. and I, as she retrieves her hand, she's, she's going to go back to the next, the next row. She looks at me <gasps> and she says, what? it will be all right. Whoa. She Wait, said that. Whoa. Whoa. Cause she, oh. She didn't know me. She didn't know you, but you didn't want to go because your mother was so sick and you yeah. were afraid she was going to pass away while you were gone. And yeah. she said, It'll be all right. What happened to you then? I just, I just felt like there was something very special that was occurring. Wow. Why would somebody say something like that? Okay. She heard something from the Lord. I think so. She got a nudge. She got a nudge. So that's, that's why I mentioned that. I just thought, you know, I would mention that. Do you know, can I mention something else? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a whole book. It's not really that thick, maybe a hundred pages or so. Um, and I think it's called, the miracles of John Paul II. Oh. And John Paul, there were miracles that would happen on St. Peter's Square. Did you know that? No. But tell me. John Paul would tell people, shh, don't say anything. He didn't want to make a big deal about it. So there was one story where there was a young man, um, I don't remember his whole condition or whatever, but um, some physical illness or whatever and john paul just went you know he just put his hand on him just prayed over him this kid got healed but this book is about many stories of people that were healed 
because of his intercession. Yeah. It's really awesome. I believe that's, that's very true. Oh. Oh, here's another one. I'll, I'll give you another one. Uh, okay. this, uh, now, he died a while ago, um, but I think he's a really important... 2005. Oh, no, I'm talking about... Oh, uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm still oh, on, you're the, on another saint. On, on another saint, oh. uh, but a man who is not a saint, but I believe should be, and that's uh, um, uh, Frederick Ozanam. Do you know who Frederick Ozanam is? Um, nope. Okay. He's the founder of the Society of St. Vincent de Paul. Oh, okay. Now, this guy is really quite amazing, okay? Mm. He had, he, back, this would be back in the 18, you know, 60s or something like sure. that. And he had, uh, he would, he would have these, uh, gatherings where, where he would invite people to go and, and talk about the faith and he'd invite all the atheists and all, I mean, he, like nice. it was, and there would be hundreds of people <laughs> over, over the course of several weeks that would show up. Yeah. And, uh, one of them actually challenged him. He said, you know, I've heard all this talk from you, but what what are you doing? That's right. a fine challenge. It is. So he and his, his one of his friends went down to visit this woman by the name of Rosalie Ramdu. Okay, she was a nun, uh, <laughs> Sisters of Charity. Oh. And um, she said, I want you to go and see Monsieur whatever his name is, okay, you know, up on the sixth floor, uh, you know, in some some hmm. uh, awful ghetto in Paris, okay, and and, uh, and and just, you know, bring him some food and, and uh, talk to him and find out what's going on and come back and tell me. So they go up there and they, they, they see this man and he's in really bad trouble. There's rats everywhere. Oh, his yeah. kids are sick. Uh. The whole nine yards. I mean, it's like really a bad situation. So Sounds they go back bad. and they tell sister what's going on. And she says, good. She says, come back next week. Okay. So he comes back next week and she says, I want you to go and tell Monsieur that we're going to send a doctor. He will be there on Wednesday. Okay. I want you to, you know, bring these things, not only food, but some medicines that can. So she, she was doing all of this reach out through Ozanam and Ozanam figured it out. He said, that's what we have to do. Oh, we wow. have to be, we have to be, uh, show Christ charity to others. Okay. That's right. He saw Christ in, in these people and, um, he formed the society, which to this day, okay, is, is helping thousands and thousands and thousands of people across the world. So I that think. That is a great witness. I think so too. So why don't you write to Pope Francis and say, could, uh, he get on that list? Yes. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, there's, there are great, <clears throat> great people out there. Listen, let's go to our next selection here. This is, um, this is a piece that, uh, is, is modern, very modern music. Um, it's the, 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 um, the singer is Paul Beloche, uh, and it's from a recording called I M N. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, N is the, um, the letter that was painted on the, uh, uh, on the doors of, um, uh, of Christians. Uh, it means Nazarene, basically, in Arabic. And um, it's uh, it's from a recording called "The Same Love," the voice of the martyrs, and um, the the lyrics um, I think refer to it in a very sort of uh, oblique way, but I think they're very beautiful, and I I think uh, it's a good time for us to play that. Mm-hmm. All right. You choose the humble and raise them high You choose the weak and make them strong You heal our brokenness inside And give us life The same love that set the captives free The same love that opened eyes to see Is calling us all by
Tom, if it's okay, you know, we, we just listened to that song from The Voice of the Martyrs, I Am N. Uh, I think if you got a minute to read this. Sure, okay, sure, please. It's a little bit more of an explanation. It says, in northern Iraq, radical Muslims, ISIS, spray-painted the Arabic letter N, which sort of looks like, it looks like a U with mm-hmm. a dot in the yes. middle of it. Uh-huh. Um, and they sprayed these on the homes and businesses of Christians, so to mark the houses isn't that an interesting thing? Mm-hmm. Think about it. When the people, uh, when the, the 
Hebrews were in Egypt, and their right. houses were marked with the blood of the Lamb. Right. This is almost kind of a mockery in a certain way. Yes. So their homes were marked with an N to identify, here's where the Christians live. And as you pointed out, N stands for Nazarene. The property owners were publicly identified as Christ's followers and given a choice to convert, to convert to Islam, to leave or die. The courageous believers refused to deny their faith. More than 100,000 left with barely the clothing on their backs. Today we can stand with them by making the following commitment. Quote, we will not let them suffer in silence. We will not let them serve alone. Amen. If you came to the mother house, we have that N, that mm-hmm. Arabic N on the front door. We have an Iraqi who lives with us. That's right. Yeah, one of your sisters is, uh, is Iraqi. That's right. Yeah. Um, uh, tremendous suffering went on back then. That was just an awful thing. When ISIS uh, uh, rose into power, uh, and uh, they were just taking the Middle East, um, you know, by storm. Uh, but but uh, the smaller populations, the Christian population in particular, and particularly in Iraq, really suffered. Uh, they they would uh, ship them out into the desert. Uh, and um, uh, you know the surrounding areas and so on, and, and they would live basically in shipping crates. I mean, that's basically what they were. Okay, they, they, I think they called them caravans, but they they're Caravan. basically right. But there's no running water. There's no um, uh, sounds sewer. like sounds like what's going on today. Yeah, right. Sounds like an awful thing that was done to somebody because of their faith. That's exactly what it is. And, you know, many, many, many Christians have suffered under the sword of, of Islam. Many. Okay. In modern times. Yeah. In modern times. Uh, uh, you know, I, I always think about those, those men on the beach, you know, the Coptic oh, martyrs. Coptic martyrs. Yeah, who lost their heads. Okay. I mean, they, it was just, and one of, one of the guys who lost their heads, uh, in, in that was not even a Christian, but right. became a Christian. Yeah. He, he went there to find work. Yeah. And ended up, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, just amazing, you know. So we we need to remember, you know, the saints, <laughs> who these people are, you know, that that they they're the men who and women whose uh, whose uh, uh, robes are are are, uh, are white because of the blood of the lamb, you know. So yeah, praise God for those people. Well, we're going to go on to our next selection here, and we'll close the first half of, of Notes from Above with this one. And I want you to listen to the words on this. This is one of my favorite. I, I, I have a hard time going through Michael Card's music without having favorites. <laughs> uh, it's true. I agree. Now, this is an older one. Uh, this was um, uh, from a, a recording called um, Fragile Stone. Oh, yeah. And it's the story of St. Peter, the, the, the great... First Pope uh, of uh, of the Catholic Church, uh, and uh, when when Jesus was crucified, uh, he and his brother went back to the seashore to um, to go fishing again, and and this is the story of that. Uh, the name of the piece is called "Stranger on the Shore," and the uh, singer is Michael Card. <laughs> A stranger on the seashore He somehow seemed familiar Asking what the night had brought With taunt anticipation then They listened to his orders And pulling in the net Found more than they had ever caught 
one he loved first recognized the stranger there was Jesus and he alone remembered this had happened once before the one who had denied him who had once walked on the water jumped in and swam to him to be confronted on the shore To be confronted by the stranger on the shore You need to have him search your soul You need to hear the call You need to learn exactly what it means for you to follow You need to realize that he's asking for it all He had prepared for them was waiting on the fire. The smell of bread, the sizzle of the fish upon the coals, the laughter and the joy at once more being all together. They didn't realize that he was searching all their souls. painful questions that would pierce the soul of Simon a threefold chance to reaffirm the love he had denied the gentle eyes that saw his heart and waited for an answer had seen the look upon his face the moment he had lied you need to be confronted by the stranger on the shore You need to have him search your soul You need to hear the call You need to learn exactly What it means for you to follow You need to realize That he's asking for it all
Welcome back to Notes from Above, the program that explores the intersection of music and faith, and I am your co-host, Deacon Tom Lowe. And I'm Sister Sarah Burdick, and you've done a fine job. I've done a fine job, haven't I? <clears throat> I, I? That was my bad brogue. I, I don't, I'm not very good at this Irish stuff. but uh, Well. You know, yeah. Nonetheless, uh, we are uh, celebrating saints today, and one of, uh, one of the great saints on the calendar and is St. Patrick himself. And uh, so I thought we would include this in that we, we heard the beautiful voice of, um, of Frank Patterson singing with the Irish Philharmonic Orchestra. And uh, it's from a recording called Faith of Our Fathers, Faith of Our Fathers, released in 1997. It was a number one hit wow. in Ireland when it came out. Just yeah. a huge, massive hit. You hear it on the radio all the time. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, he has a very distinctive voice a true irish tenor a true irish one yeah you know we should talk about this song i, I yes. love this song for a number of different reasons okay number one one of them i mean i i tried to find as much as i could about you know wherever lyrics come from and 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 the only thing i could discover is that they are attributed to a woman by the name of sister agnes hmm. from the convent of shawville in county cork hmm. in 1853 and that's it. Okay. Huh. And it's become a huge, you know, part of Irish uh, patriotism, uh, part of their faith. I mean, if you look at, you know, for, for God and St. Patrick and our native home is the chorus. To me, that's, that's a, an amazing, you know, it's, it's just amazing to me. Uh, and it, it talks about 
Uh, Here's one of the lines here. Your people, now exiles on many a shore, shall love and revere you till time is no more. And the fire thou hast kindled shall ever burn bright, its warmth undiminished, undying its light. Now, Hmm. St. Patrick in Irish history goes back a long, long way, I mean to tell you. You know, he's a saint of, uh, uh, back from, uh, I guess we call the Dark Ages, you know, what they, what they used to call the Dark Ages, you know, four or five hundred AD. I don't even know exactly when, but, uh, he came over to Ireland and. He was uh, an Englishman, was he not? I believe he was, mm-hmm. right. And, uh, I think he was escaping slavery or something of that nature. So, mm-hmm. uh, he, he got on a boat, uh, that was heading for the, for the, Ir- uh, the Irish uh, shore and, uh, uh, he began to preach. The Catholic faith. Now, I don't know the entire story. I'm sure it's a very complicated one that people can can tell you. But you know, Ireland just was, was like totally enthralled by the whole idea of 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 Christ. And don't you wish, Deacon Tom, that it would be the this the faith would would grow in the in Ireland? Yeah. Oh, not yeah. only there but here, you know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But you made me think of something. When what's the line about the exiles? Oh, was it, uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Your people now exiles on many a shore shall love and revere you, revere you till time is no more. Let's talk about exiles. Who else is in exile right now? Ooh. Let's see. Uh, this is not for the car. Not for the car. This Maybe is the n- freezer. Oh, oh, or who is in exile? Oh my who, goodness. Who's in exile right now? I'll give you a wee hint. Yeah. We are in exile. Ah, sorry. Yeah. No, that's good. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I'll give you a fruit snack for that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. We are in exile. We're in via. We're on the way home. Right. Yeah. And you always want to. You know. I know. I've said this before. What Saint Augustine says. You know. We're we're pilgrims on the journey. We're not tourists. What does a tourist do? A tourist goes out and then goes back to their earthly home. But a pilgrim, what do we do? We keep moving forward and hopefully until we make it home. Capital H. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Also, we are a people set apart. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like a people coming apart. (laughs) (laughs) But but, 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 that's something for us to understand as well. Yes. Yes, we are in exile. Yes, we are traveling to our true home. Okay. Right, right. But the only way you can do that is to actually be set apart from the rest of the world. The rest of the world is a very dangerous place. But being set apart doesn't mean you put yourself above. No. It no. doesn't mean you put yourself above people. We don't need Pharisees in this world. No. You right? must be humble. That's be right. Be humble. Be yeah. humble. Be loving. Uh, be considerate right. of others. Right. right? So and important. Indeed, indeed, not only be considerate, pray for others. Yes. Especially those who are... Uh, as, as they say, most in need of God's mercy, mm-hmm. because they are many. Okay, and sometimes, we are part of that. Right, we are. Sometimes we get really angry at people. You know, just, no, you know, really? oh, that's true. I see, yeah, no, yeah. I know, I know. Like you're driving down the highway, somebody cuts you off, and it's like, oh, what are you thinking? Right, right, and yeah, and, yeah and, but but that's a that's a moment of actually can become a moment of prayer. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I think I've told the story on No Smoke oh, before. Oh, go for it. Oh, I, but I will. I have, okay. I have a dear friend. His name is Peter, and I won't give his last name. But uh, Peter, if you're listening, you know who I'm talking about. And uh, uh, Peter and I, I didn't know Peter was caught in the same traffic jam that I was, but he was, okay? He was definitely caught in the same. And, and it was a... It was an enormous jam. I mean, it was a parking lot kind of thing. Uh, you know, you just you would you would make you know a couple of inches every every you know minute or so maybe. Uh, it was like really really tire tiresome and and it was a hot day and 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 uh, uh, I I look around me and I see the car next to me and my friend Peter is in the car next to me. Right next to you. Right next to me. Oh. So. Uh, I roll down my window and he rolls down his window, you know. Yeah. And I said, Peter, what's going on? And he says, he says, let's pray for them. He actually said that. Let's pray for these people. And I, I thought, Peter, that is just, that's brilliant. So did you get out of the car and go running up and down? No, no I should have. No, no. <laughs> sister, you would have done that. I know, probably yeah. I would, yeah. No, I, I should have done something like that. Yes. You know? But no, but I, I, I understood what he was saying. What he was basically saying is that these, these are t- difficult times and yeah. all these people are trapped. Yeah. And so let's pray for them. What yeah. a great idea. That is. I, I try to remember to do that, to pray for people, you know, when I'm, when I'm driving or I'm at a red light or, you know, whatever. I have to tell you a secret. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Sometimes, um, if I look Tell over, the truth. I will. If I look over and somebody's next to me, I I just did this the other day. People do funny things in the car. Have you ever noticed? Um, I've seen people. Oh, no, no. I, okay, <laughs> I've never noticed. I've, I've seen people. And maybe they're. You know, I'll I'll, I'll go simple. Um, I saw someone. They're madly putting on their mascara like super fat or someone was brushing their teeth someone was brushing their hair so deacon tom i have this little um hmm, hobby so to speak so if i see someone doing something kind of crazy next to me in the car i immediately look for music to go with what they're doing oh you're you are. oh and you it's hilarious that's inspired you should try <laughs> that's inspired so, look i want yeah. you to try it. i want our listeners to try that and then <laughs> let me know what you see or or sometimes I do it like, have you ever seen, there There are cows out here outside of uh, Domino's Farm. Yes, there are. Right? Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, sometimes they find a little sapling or something and they scratch their neck on it and they're yeah. going up and down. So, you know, I found a great song to go with that. It wasn't, it wasn't like, staying alive, staying alive. Ooh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But right. it's just, it's just so entertaining. So yeah. I recommend, um, Keep your eyes open and uh, turn on that radio and see what you can match. Just don't get caught at it. <laughs> Why not? Oh, but, yeah, but, <laughs> but you know, I mean, but you have to be careful because if someone looks over at you and you're laughing hysterically, they might think you're laughing at them. Well, no, you're just laughing at the fact that you found a song wow. that perfectly matched what they were doing. So, yeah, good. I see you wrote that down to remind yourself. That's good. That's yes, very good. yes. <laughs> well, I have. And I'm going to remember to do that. Yeah. Well, listen, um, let's go on to our next selection. You know, we, we, oh, we closed. Oh, I love this song. You do? Yes, I do. All right. So do I, actually. This is, this is, um, you know what? I'll tell you. Why don't we play it? Yeah. Okay. We'll give the title. All okay. right. Because okay. you know we're 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 talking about saints, and this is one of the great saints. I mean, in in my pantheon oh, of great saints, I agree with you. He's right there. On he's right there at the top. We don't hear much about him. No, you don't. But um, this is this is Michael Card singing Joseph's song, and on the other side, we'll talk about Saint Joseph. How could it be this baby in my arms? Sleeping now So peacefully 
the Son of God. The angel said, How could it be? Lord, I know he's not my own, not of my flesh, not of my bone. Still, Father, let this baby be the son of my love. Show me where I fit into this plan of yours. How can a man be father to the Son of God? Lord, for all my life I've been a simple carpenter. How can I raise a king? How can I raise a king? He looks so small, his face and hands so fair. And when he cries, the sun just seems to disappear. But when he laughs, it shines again. Could it be, Father? Show me where I fit into this plan of yours. How can a man be father to the Son of God? Lord, for all my life I've been a simple. How can I raise a king? How can I raise a king? How could it be this baby in my arms, sleeping now so peacefully, the son of God? The angel said, "How could it be?" All right, there we have it. Michael Card and the song is Joseph's song. It's from his recording called "The Final Word." It was released in 1982. Boy, I'm getting old. That still mm. sounds fresh to me. Oh. It will always sound fresh to me. I just think it's, it's just a great You great can piece. never go wrong with Michael Card. I, I could probably think of maybe maybe one song that I didn't care for of Michael Card. Yeah, well, he's, but, he is, a, he is a, a incredibly gifted lyricist. Oh, yeah. He really is. I mean, he, he takes us right into the heart of the subject, whatever that happens to be. Uh, you know, and, of course, this this... Uh, examination of of Joseph. Okay, uh, you know he, he 
he's he's doing it in in a way that that he becomes Saint Joseph in the sense that he's mm-hmm. asking these questions. You know, mm-hmm. how how is this possible that this mm-hmm. could be happening mm-hmm. to me? Mm-hmm. What I love about it though mm-hmm. is that it it gives us an understanding. I think that Joseph. Okay, a man chosen by God, no doubt about it. Yeah, uh, a, a true saint uh, is actually, if you think about his life, and uh, and he he's an exemplar of love. He he's always a loving man. Mm-hmm. Now I think men need to know about loving men. I agree. You know, I mean, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of guys that don't understand it at all. They you know maybe they've never really been loved, or maybe they've been you know. Uh, Loved in a way that isn't that isn't proper or or, or you know smart or or uh, um, uh, it doesn't help them in, in in growing up to be a man. Uh, but Joseph is a father. He's a father. And now all you dads out there who may be listening, and your moms too. Okay, all you moms. Okay, you know kids need dads. Yeah. And uh, I think Joseph, he he stood his ground. He did what he was was called to do. You know, I have a I have a statue in my um uh in my house which is of a sleeping Joseph. Oh, I love that. And he's laying down, and he's sleeping, you know, and and uh, he looks so peaceful. But and, and there's a reason you have that. Well, yeah, because uh, you know, uh, I'm a man who has sometimes I, I have dreams, okay? Yeah. And sometimes they're bad dreams, okay? Sometimes mm-hmm. they're hard. Mm-hmm. Uh but but Joseph is a man who's also um, he was he was troubled by dreams. Okay, they would come to him, but he God came to him in those in those times. Okay, yeah. he he gave him commands. He said, "This is what you must do." Yeah. All right. And Joseph was obedient. He was obedient, and he believed. Absolutely. Right? You know, to the T. You know, don't be afraid to take Mary your wife. You know, right. she's she's bearing the Son of God, and and I love it in the song. Michael Card says, "You know how." How can I? How can I raise a son of God? How can I raise a king? Right. You know, very humble, humble mm-hmm. man. Yeah, very humble. Right. You know, or or take the child and his mother, to flee to Egypt. You know, it's like, huh? Are you nuts? Right. But he always, yeah, he believed, he obeyed. You know, he's kind of like Abraham in a yeah, certain way, yeah. right? You know, Deacon Tom in uh, 2020, hmm. um, the Holy Father wrote uh, a letter about. Uh, St. Joseph, uh, Patris Corde, um, and he wrote it on the Solemnity of the Immaculate Conception. Now, which, which Pope 8. was this, Benedict? No, this was um, Pope Francis. Okay. So it's a beautiful letter, and it, it literally means with a father's heart. So he mm. wrote that on the 150th anniversary of the Declaration of St. Joseph as patron of the Universal Church. It's not long. Um, but if you haven't read this apostolic letter, I really highly recommend it. And I'm pretty sure that in within this apostolic letter, Pope Francis talks about Joseph's fiat. You know, we talk a lot about the Blessed Mother's fiat, right? right? Let it be right. done. Be it done unto me. <clears throat> Excuse me. And and Joseph, he, he has a fiat as well. Right. You know, his yes to being the father of Jesus, the foster father of Jesus, his yes to going to Egypt, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it, again, it's Patris Corde, and it means with a father's heart. Yeah. I love that. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm going to talk a little bit about myself, and I yes. should be careful about this, but awesome. you know, okay. not everybody knows me, you know, uh, uh, that much. Okay, they might know about me, or they might see me, and say, "Well, that's there's Deacon Tom," but uh, you know, I I came into um, a marriage. Um, uh, when I got married, okay, uh, my wife already had children, hmm. okay, mm-hmm. and uh, and now we have grandchildren. 
okay, having a family being called into that situation, yeah. uh, it was is very challenging, mm-hmm. and um, so Saint Joseph became really important to me. Ah, makes you know, a lot of that, sense. There was that was a, a, a you know. A, <clears throat> You know, I would I would sort of have a conversation with him, not in the same way that you have a conversation with God, but at the same time, there's like this. He's he's rather precious to me. He's a man who um, uh, he didn't go through the things I'm going through, and I didn't go through the things he's going through. But we have something to share. Yeah, we have something to share. So he's he's like a buddy. Sure, you he's know. and a, and a mentor, right? Yeah. Yeah, you, you look at you look at the. Uh, by the way, that's an, a, a good way of understanding the saints. Yeah, it is that they are mentors. Mm-hmm. That they are they they can lead you in directions that if you're familiar with them, um, uh, that will that's actually salvational yeah. because they offered their lives to God, and we're called to offer our lives to God as well. So how shall we do it? Well. Let's read about the saints. Let's find yeah. out who they are. Right. And, you know, in a certain way, I like to think of the saints as sort of, if you will, think of being at maybe a football game, and they're in the bleachers, and we're on the field. Mm. And they're they're rooting for us, yeah. right? Come on, you can do this. Do you have a minute to dream about John Paul? If I don't, I'll leave it Well, you there. know, I'll tell you what, because we, I, we... We better not. No, this piece that we're doing can be taken to fade. Taken to a fade? Yeah, so, okay. so give us that okay. minute. All right, I minute. love St. John Paul II. And a number of years ago, I had a dream about him. And this was, of course, after he passed away. And the dream was I was at probably over at the football field at Richard. And his body was lying in state in the bleachers. Whoa. Okay, so you had there was this long line and you had to climb up the bleachers to get to his body to pay your last respects. So I remember, and I was so sad. I'm like, oh, I love St. John Paul II. Anyway, so I'm going up the steps, going up the bleachers, going up, going up, going up. And then I get to where his body is lying in state, but he's not lying down. He's sitting up and he's talking and he's, he's very much alive. And, and I said, oh, Holy Father. And he said, yes, I'm praying for you. You know, it's kind of like he's rooting for us, right? Wow, that's good. That's good. That was a dream. I love it. I love it. Okay, we're going to go close uh, with uh, a a piece that everybody knows, The Prayer of St. Francis. Uh, And this is taken from a recording called Traditional Catholic Hymns. And this is performed by Father Stan Fortuna. Let's listen to it.
twisted as to understand.